Hello everyone out there. Welcome back to my podcast. My name is Linda Emmanuel and I'll be presenting to you from this platform, Sisters Keepers. I hope you're well. I hope your family is well. I hope you're keeping up above the waters because we all know it's been a tough year. But we thank God we're all here, alive and well. That's a very important thing to give thanks for. Yes, we're not going to take that for granted at all. Today, I want to be sharing with you a very important um, topic to me. I'm going to be sharing about loving yourself. Why this topic today? I believe that when you love yourself, it's a beginning of a better you. It's a beginning of a better life, a happier you. Yeah, so that's why I've chosen to talk about this topic today. And I think a best place to start this journey of loving yourself is to know yourself, accept yourself. Then you can love yourself because let's put it this way. If I don't know myself, if I don't accept myself, the good, the bad, and the ugly, how would I love myself? Yeah, and as Jesus puts it in the Bible, that love your neighbors as yourself. That means I need to be able to love myself first before I can love other people. My colleagues, my neighbors, family, friends. Yes, it all starts from me loving myself. So I'll start by asking, do you know yourself? And if you do, how well do you know yourself? Hmm, a little, somewhat, or not at all? Well, it's okay. There's always a place to start in life. You might be wondering, what's the point? Probably you're an adult, 18 and above. You have children, you've achieved some things you haven't yet, you haven't even started. So what's the point? Or you feel you've achieved and you're okay. You don't need knowing or accepting yourself or even loving yourself. Some people see it as a, a no-no, love yourself, or they feel too righteous to even think they would love themselves. Loving yourself is not a bad thing. It is a good thing which we're going to unpack gradually. Let me tell you this. Knowing yourself is the beginning of that important journey of self-discovery. Knowing ourselves will help us rediscover. If not discover at first, if you've discovered, you will also rediscover. It will help you to rediscover yourself. Things that only you would know or discover about yourself not anybody else it will help you it will help me to understand your uniqueness those things that set you apart even if you're twins you would be different from your twin brother twin sister you are unique in yourself the things, those things that you think you look down upon, you think, oh, why do I do things this way? Why do I say things the way I say? Why do I act certain ways? Why do I do 
or or react to the things I react to or don't react to the things I react to. It's all about you, who you are. And you need to know those things so you'll be able to navigate those gifts, those talent, those uniqueness God has put in you, which will propel you in life to get to your purpose, to be able to achieve all you need to achieve or the things you need to achieve in life, to help you be a better person, to help you be a better business person, to help you be a better um, parent, a better mom, a better wife, whoever you are, wherever you are, as a woman, knowing yourself is crucial. For example, I had to find out, I had to discover that I don't like to be rushed around. I don't like to be pushed around. <laughs> I have a friend who used to make fun of, oh, you just take your time shopping. Yes, I like to take my time when shopping. It's okay for people who are in a hurry, always, you know, that's the way they are. And this is the way I am. It's okay. There's nothing wrong with that. Of course, I'm not going to waste all the time in the world going shopping or do whatever I want to do. But I'm talking here about knowing who I am, knowing my limitations, knowing my strengths, knowing my weaknesses and being able to accept myself the way I am to be able to help me be the best I could be. I hope somebody is agreeing with me. When you know yourself, it will help you know what your limitations are. You discover the gifts, the talent you have. You stop trying to push yourself to be like somebody else, to be like your friends, to be like your colleagues, your classmate. Why do you think peer pressure is so devastating and affecting people? I'm not just talking about school children. I'm not just talking about students. Do you know adults do have peer pressure? That's why it's oh my friend has this, I want to have it. Oh my friend is wearing that, I want to wear it too. Oh my friend is buying this. Oh I must I have to, I have to. Yeah, that is also adult peer pressure. But if you know yourself, if you accept yourself, if you love yourself, you would still be the best you can be without you limiting yourself so these are the reasons some of the reason this is a very huge huge topic we can't just finish it in one sitting or yeah so to start with these are the reasons why i think knowing yourself accepting yourself and loving yourself i think i kind of put it that way it's like, uh, because if I, or what do you think? If I don't know myself, how do I accept those things about me? That other people might be looking and thinking, oh, I don't like that. What do I think about those things? And if I don't accept myself the way I am, then there's a problem. That's where poor self-esteem sets in. That's the way you start to, that's how we start to put ourselves down. That's how we get into poor or bad relationship. I'm not saying people who's experienced that is their fault. No, 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 no. That's not what I'm saying. All I'm saying is that it's very important as women, mothers, adults, whoever we are, wherever we are at 
in life, it's important to know ourselves, to accept ourselves, and then love ourselves. Because from there, you won't take for granted your strengths, your traits, your strength, your ability, your skin tone, your size. I have a little bit of a story to share, but well, it's not story story. Personally, this was my personal story. Um, I have, I'm from a family of six, have um, six children, have five siblings. Um, then I am the only one with my own skin tone, which is not that I'm the only, I took after my late grandmother. So then they said, oh, dark skin, dark skin. And of course, growing up as a young girl, it made me feel a bit, um, would I say inferior? which I wasn't too, too conscious of, but I knew I kind of had some inferiority complex around other people. You think, I used to think I'm the darkest skinned girl in the world until I started meeting people who are even darker skinned. Even in my adult age day, I saw a girl. I, I was looking at myself, looking at her, I'm like, yeah, I'm not the darkest person, I'm the darkest skinned person in the world. Forgive me if you think, oh, what is she talking about? This is my story. My skin color then, not skin color as in skin color, in the general aspect of it, my skin tone almost put a stigma, almost put a limitation on me. Then I had this temptation, it's that you scream to lighten up my skin. But I had an experience as a young girl, whilst um, I think I just finished secondary school in Nigeria then. And um, where I was working, my as a young school leaver, there was an incident of somebody close to the owner of the place. I'm not going to mention name. And the lady had an accident and died. And when the news was shared at... Um, the office that that fateful day the accident she couldn't have died according to the person that shared the story that the lady couldn't have died but because she's bleached her skin so much to the in a to an unhealthy level they couldn't carry out the operation that was meant to have saved her life as a young girl I'm sure I was under 17 then. That story stayed with me up till now. And that made me determine that, you know what? I will never, never, ever touch my skin tone or do anything to change it in terms of bleaching because it's dangerous. That was how I learned that lesson. That was how I came to make that decision. So it was left to me to either accept my skin tone or go and bleach it and run the risk of endangering my life or having to deal with the fear of, oh, what if, what if, when do I know to stop? I'm not here to judge or blame or judge anyone. All I'm saying is that personally for me, that was a journey, learning 
to accept my skin tone. I've had people who's even made jokes that, oh, how come you're the only dark skinned person or you, your, your skin tone is different from your sibling? I said, well, I took after my grandmother. There's a way you take traits from your parents, grandparents, sisters, uncles that you don't even know or you've never even seen in your life. It's okay. I had to walk that journey. I have to accept that. I have to accept that um, uniqueness about myself. And I've now come to say, well, love my skin. I'm not going to do anything. I mean, I'm a full-grown adult now with children, happily married. And is it now that I'll start changing my skin tone? No. For who? For what? Once I'm happy with it, then it's okay. People will accept me the way it is. Have you seen supermodels all around the world who are millionaires, who are wealthy, just because of their skin tone, they were discovered. Just because of their skin tone, they were set apart. Then I became proud of my skin tone. Of course, I'm not going into modeling. Well, maybe in the future I could. <laughs> but all I'm saying is there could be one thing or the other that you feel you don't like about yourself. You feel, oh, what's this one? I don't like this. Then it starts to build a um, poor self-image, um, put yourself down. You don't feel confident and tell you what, whoever you are, wherever you are, whatever you do in this life, if you are not happy with yourself, that is dangerous. And if you are not proud of what you are, who you are, not what you are, who you are, what you have, then people are not going to celebrate you. It will be very, very hard. And that's why some people run the risk of um, being put down, being run down by other people because they're always looking for affirmation from other people. You don't affirm yourself. How will people affirm you? Yeah, how will people appraise you when you don't appraise yourself? How will people celebrate you when you don't celebrate yourself? Because the way we see ourselves, the way we portray ourselves, the way we picture ourselves, people perceive it. It's like a spirit, it's like a force. If I'm positive, I will attract positive people around me. If I am... If I have a positive um, self-image about myself, self-esteem, or good feel about myself, people will feel that, and that's what I'll get in return. That's what I feel anyway. There are some traits you cannot change about yourself. So, all I'm saying is that knowing those things, discover them, accept them, and love yourself irrespective of those things. Talking about self-love, is it a bad thing? Don't think, oh, it's about all about me. I'm not talking about selfishness here. I'm not talking about self-centeredness here, of course. It does have limit, and there's a positive way of loving yourself. Wherever we've been in our lives, God uses everything, everything. The bad experiences, the good one, the failures, the successes, where we're coming from, the family you're from, your background, 
it's all in the mix. And do you know what? Those are all the things that builds you, that builds your character, that molds you. So knowing, accepting, and loving yourself helps us to utilize this and use it as a stepping stone in life rather than a sinking um, something that will sink us or that will crush us or that will keep us down forever. Building a good image of ourselves starts from knowing, accepting and loving ourselves. Because if we don't have a good knowledge of ourselves, of who we are, and if we don't accept who we are, this will result into self-doubt, self-hate, poor self-esteem, which if care is not taken, will linger around us or in our lives for too long a time, if not a lifetime, if care is not taken. So, what are some of the dangers that we could face if we don't know, accept, or love ourselves? Depression, anxiety, poor self-image, for example. Not every one of us will be size zero. Some of us, it's in our traits, our family trait, to be on a bigger side. Some of us have a bigger bone structure and God has put the right flesh to cover that bone structure. So, if I know that, if I accept that, and I've I love myself the way I am. I would watch out for things that can blow things out of proportion. Food I eat, lifestyle, things I do. For example, I know I have chubby cheeks. Hmm. <laughs> How many of us out there have chubby cheeks? How many of us have high cheekbones? I know I have a round face. Oh my days, did I struggle? accepting the round face i i i not went into styling and um building women for example clothing oh this clothes is you not every clothes i wouldn't wear all dresses i see i wouldn't wear all cuts cuts of um material um, clothing or styles i see because i've learned to know my body shape some dresses are not going to suit me because my body shape is different from another woman or somebody else I've met wearing that. So what am I saying, ladies? All I'm saying is that it could be better. We could achieve a better us. I could achieve a better me when I start to know, discover, being aware of me, the things I love, the things I don't like, the things that makes me tick, the things that um, makes me fearful, the things that I, I detest, the things that make me so excited. So I'm sharing with you today that whatever it is, whoever you are, whatever you do, you are unique in your own way. You have the right to be happy. You have the right to be loved. You have the right to fulfill potential, your fullest potential. 
you have the the right to be yourself, stand your ground and be happy. Little drops of water, they say, makes an ocean. And that journey of being a brand new you, a different, vibrant, winning you in every aspect of your life starts from knowing, accepting, and loving yourself. Wherever you are, whatever you do, sisters, you are worth to be loved. Until next time, thank you so much for listening. I do love you all and I appreciate you. And remember, you are worth it. See you next time.